And so anyways, that shit can happen, right? You can be living your absolute dream in the midst of it and still get in your head and overcomplicate things and make it feel overwhelming. And, and you it really had to take a step back and be like, relax. Welcome back to the Traps Test Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron, and this is the podcast that is obsessed with all things travel. And we are coming to you this week from Supra Balzano in northern Italy, which is absolutely beautiful. And we will be talking a lot more about that on this show. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. We are healthcare travelers that have traveled for the past nine years, and we are traveling the world for an entire year. We are three weeks in, we are loving it, and we're about to launch our Travses backpack on Amazon in the next couple of weeks. So we're going to talk a little bit about that too, and also share a couple of funny stories that happened during these last three weeks while we've been traveling. It's going to be a good one. But before we get into the show, I want to talk to you about this week's supporters of the show. It is this really cool travel couple um, that is on YouTube. They've been traveling the world. They're going to be traveling the world for a year. They release videos every week, usually on Sunday. Sometimes they're late, like on week three. I think they were a little late with their video, but they make sure to get it out. These videos have been absolutely amazing. And it is Kim and Aaron. If you haven't seen them on YouTube, then you should. They're like the coolest travel couple that do really fun videos. So go check them out. Give them some love. Follow along our Italy series. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. I think people don't realize what that means. But right. like basically when you subscribe, it just it's free. And all it means is that you'll get a little notification that says, hey, Kim and Aaron have released a new video. And that's really it. And or it's just an easy way to watch our videos. If you click the notifications, which is cool, then you actually get a notification. But if you're just subscribed, oh, yeah. you just support our channel for free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it you have yeah, it will come up like in your in your, channels yeah. that you follow. So go check them out. Give the videos some love. Like, comment. We would love it if you followed along on our journey because Aaron has been doing an incredible job well, thank you. editing these videos and taking these storylines and turning them in to something like really fun to watch and something that is informative. And I, I'm just like blown away by how you piece together all these different like videos that we've shot over a period of time and you somehow put them together and turn it into this video that I'm like, how did you do that? It's amazing. And I was I was in the video. Like I was part of the filming process and I'm still like, how did you do this? So right. anyways, it's a work of love and it is. Uh, a it's labor fun. of love. It's fun. And so go check it out. Yep. All right, let's get into the episode. Let's do it. Flight crew, please prepare for departure. Okay, so week three of the podcast and we are in Northern Italy. Right now, we are in the Dolomites, Supra Balzano, also known as Uber Balzano, Uber, no, it's like Uber, Uber, Uber Balzan, yeah, Uber Balzan, Uber Balzan. So, we're staying in the cutest town, oh. high, 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 up in the hills above the town of Balzano, 
and we're basically surrounded by vineyards mm-hmm. and the Dolomites. And the grass is so green. The flowers are so bright. The air is cool. And like crisp. it is. It is a vibe here. It, mm-hmm. There's sunflowers everywhere. The sun is warm. It's like it literally oh feels like you're on a movie set. It does. It doesn't. It doesn't like the sound of music. It, yeah, it, exactly. And it's funny because when so we've been in the Dolomites for the last uh, almost a week, I guess now. Mm-hmm. We were up like camping, and then we came and stayed in this Airbnb. You keep saying camping. Well, it was a cabin. The place was, was called Camping Sass, but it was a hotel room. <laughs> well, it was a campground, but like we stayed in a hotel room. So, right. Like, we weren't actually. I know. Camping. I've just. Been, I don't know. I've been noticing that lately. You've been saying like. So we were like we head back to the campsite, and I'm like we're camping, and I'm just like when were we camping? It sounds cool. Yeah. We were like camping in the Dolomites yeah. slash like staying in a lodge. Yeah, we had a lodge hotel. It's all good. With a beautiful bed and a back porch oh and my God, that place was amazing it was all right i thought it was amazing it was nice i guess it was my issues that i didn't have outlets and that was weird that to was me the only thing. had two outlets yeah it's very strange a lot of stuff to yeah. charge so that was yeah okay that was the issue it was absolutely and beautiful. it was loud yeah we were under a restaurant we were over the restaurant okay the restaurant was under us. Okay. Yes, it was a little bit loud, but for the most part, I mean, I thought it was. The incredible. scenery was beautiful. The scenery was beautiful. We had close access to hiking, surrounded by the mountains. I mean, it was like yep. insane. But we left there and we came over to this town. And so when we first got into the Dolomites, we were like, this feel like this doesn't even feel like we're in Italy anymore. Like it, it mm-hmm. felt like you were in a, a cute German town. Like all the towns looked like these cute German towns, and all the signs were in German. And we're like, this is. Do we cross a border that we don't know about? Like this is really weird. And then come to find out, we learned that this whole area, so the South Tyrol area, which is where a lot of the towns are in the Dolomites and the region we're in used to be Austria. So it used to be a part of Austria. And then after World War One, Italy basically claimed it as its own territory. Austria so kind of, yeah. It's part of Italy. Like mm-hmm. it's in the country of Italy. But it still has the vibe of, of Austria and, and all, like the, the people of Austria live here. So they, the Italians and the people, and the was it Austrians? Is Austrians. that how you would say it? Yeah. They all kind of live harmoniously together in this region. And so there's Italian influence, German influence. Like, it's really interesting. But they, they basically kept everything the same except the fact that the Italian border is now covering this area. Because all the signs are in German. The people speak German. You can choose. Apparently, we learned you can choose when you go to school what your native language is going to be. Either German or he Italian. You learn both. But you learn both. But he says yeah. you choose which one you want it to be. Um, for instance, our Airbnb host, his mom is raised by an all-German family. They're all German. His dad was raised by an all-Italian family here in Balzano region. And so he speaks German to his mom, Italian to his dad. They kind of talk back and forth. Sometimes the kids translate back and forth to the parents, which is really crazy. Um, but it's nuts because we literally went from Rome where we were learning, you know, Gracie and all the different Buongiorno and and you know it's this, this Italian dialect and now it's just been all German. Yeah, it is like everywhere speaks German. All everything's in German. 
and the grocery stores everything yeah so it's really it's an interesting place like it reminds me i've never been to switzerland but like just mm, from images mm. and stuff i've seen it's very much like that with just like the grass and the rolling hills and it's just so green and the mountains it's just honestly i'm blown away i'm blown away by the beauty of northern italy and we almost didn't come up here because i was like well, I don't know. It's kind of out of the way to get here. We had to rent a car to come up into the mountains and we were going to, I was like, let's just head down to Florence and whatever. We weren't going to come. And then Aaron was like adamant. He's like, we are going to the Dolomites. And I am so freaking glad that you made us come up here because it's the most beautiful place I've ever seen Hands down. in my life. Hands down. Even like comparing like New Zealand, one of the most beautiful places I've ever Oh, this been. blows out New Zealand. Right? Like... But there's just something about it. And because you're in the beautiful mountains, but you're still like in Italy. I don't know. There's like a vibe to it too. And yeah. everything is just clean. And obviously there's good food. You know, it's just, I don't know. It's just a vibe. And it's one of my favorite places that now I will recommend. Anybody coming to Italy needs to come to Northern Italy, to this area, because mm -hmm. it, it's insane. Yeah. No, I mean, and of course we have like, good. I was just going to say, and it's so different. Mm. Coming from Rome, which is a huge bustling city and beautiful and magical in its own way, right, with the history and the food and the ruins and just the architecture and like everything that that city is, is absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. And then to leave that and to come up into the mountains, which is so different, it's like, well, in the fact that we're in the mountains, but we're also so surrounded by vineyards with incredible wine. That's what makes it Very Italy. true. Right? Like, that's what makes it Italy, too. It's like an yeah. olive grove. Yeah, we basically... Shit. So, we're in a town where we take a cable car, literally a cable car, down to Balzano. So, from here, when we leave Supra Balzano, makes a little bit more sense, right? Upper Balzano. Um, when we take it, we'll take our luggage into the cable car, just like you're going skiing... And you go down into Balzano and it drops you off right at the train station. Which is kind of funny because I'm scared of heights. It's something I'm working on and getting better at. You are. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. I did three cable cars in one day. And yeah, we had we dropped off our rental car because we had a car. We dropped it off in the town of Bolzano. And we were both like tired and just like we just wanted to get home and get settled. And then we had to take a cable car <laughs> back up it was a 12 minute ride and it was so high it was probably one of the scariest cable cars i've ever been on because it was high and usually they're just a couple of minutes but this one was 12 minutes but it was absolutely beautiful when i it was gorgeous it was gorgeous. we went over vineyard after vineyard after vineyard after vineyard i mean it was insane yeah. so i mean it's just insane and then we we get to the top of the mountain and it's like our little town where there's restaurants and grocery stores and we walk six tenths of a mile to our airbnb which is absolutely gorgeous it's the, oh my god i mean it's insane our, our airbnb host spent six years in the united states and built this by hand and he like shrugs it off like it's not that big of a deal it's absolutely the most modern comfortable little expensive um, but really great place it to... It feels like you're in San Francisco. It like really it's does. super like modern and techy, but mm -hmm. then you like look out and you're like in the rolling hills yeah. of like Italy. It's really bizarre. Yeah. But anyways, we decided to come here mm -hmm. because so we we're leaving the Dolomites and we're like, okay, what do we, what, what's next, right? Because 
you know, we wanted a place when you're on the road, like you're, you're traveling and you're figuring out where are we going next? And we, we're getting the car. Okay. Then we drive here. Then we're going here. Like there's a lot of moving parts, right? There's a lot of logistical things that come into play and we're go, go, go. And we want to get in as much as we can and experience everything. So we, we were kind of like three weeks of, of that. And then like we wanted a quieter place where we could come for a few days, recharge, catch up on editing videos and some other work, preparing for our launch, like all these different things and just kind of take a pause and then plan, okay, what's next, right? Because everything that we do, there's planning and thought and everything that has to go into it. So that's how we ended up here in this quiet, little town and then we fell in love and so ended up extending for two more days well and i mean i think that's the thing is like really trying to understand too is kim and i are traveling a lot different than most people travel this isn't i mean this is obviously our dream trip this is a trip that we've set out to do since we've been together but we also decided to do it differently and it's more or less building a lifestyle i say that very loosely um but while still traveling the world. So what do you, why are you saying that loosely? What do you mean? You're building a lifestyle because remember the first time we were like, we're not traveling. We're just living here. Like we're not like living, but we also have a lot of responsibility outside of just traveling. Oh, and so there's a bit of a lifestyle, right? There's a bit of a lifestyle to it. It's not just bouncing around from place to place because technically we realized after Rome, Rome was great. We were there for two weeks. I had enough time to come home to our little apartment thingy, hotel room-ish thing, and edit the videos and do that. But then when we left and went to the Dolomites, then we were hiking all day and we were staying in that camping sass and we were staying in all these places. Like it, it kind of ran into my week of where I needed, excuse me, to edit. And so it became a lot more difficult because then we were leaving during the middle of the week and then like on a train and all these kind of things. And you and I have to be settled enough time for me to get these videos out, to do these podcasts, to check our Amazon store. And so that's why I was just saying that we're traveling a little different, but go ahead. No, because, right. Because if we were just taking a year, like a gap year to go Correct. travel, like we, that would be a completely different vibe where you're just go, 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 go. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't really matter. But we've chosen to do a YouTube video every single week. We obviously have a podcast that we do every single week. We are getting ready to launch a brand new business on Amazon. And so there's a lot of moving parts. So it's like we're trying to figure out how to manage and balance having the time to focus our energy on the business side of what we're creating and building, but then also the traveling side, because the traveling side is absolutely incredible, but that mm -hmm. also takes its own amount of effort and time to to figure out where we're going, what are we doing, okay, like what are the things we wanna see, how do we get there? Like there's a lot of logistical things, so it's almost like these two separate things that both require time and attention, and we're trying to figure out how we can balance them all. And I think really for us, it's going to be about moving slowly. Like we, yes. we can't, bounce from place to place to place to place to place and stay up with all the things that we want to work on. We have to slow it down. That's what I was getting to. That's why, yeah. we're, that's why we're here because we were actually, I wanted to say too, just like with the YouTube videos, we had thought from the beginning, we were like, oh, it'll be so cool. The YouTube videos will play um, this visual storytelling to the in-depth story of the podcast, right? We had that original spot thought, but we also just released a Rome video and we have 
getting, we have three other videos that haven't even been released yet that even get us to this point where we're sitting on this couch right now. Right, like they're not up to date. Correct. The YouTube videos aren't up to date. One, that's strategic. Two, like you just can't, I mean, you, you could, I guess, but I would just be spending all my time editing. Which is not the vibe. Which is not what we want to do. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's like trying to figure all that out. And then, so we're launching our Trap Says Backpack on Amazon. If you've been listening to the pod or following us, you, you know all about that, right? We created this cool backpack that's been going on for about a year. And on September 12th, so we had them shipped and any time after September 12th, they could be entering the port and be going through customs and then officially being shipped to Amazon to, to then have Amazon scan in and then they go live. So that date was really significant for us because we're like, okay, any day now, we're gonna need to be in a position that we're in a place where we can be grounded and get into launch mode, right? Because we're launching these bags. Like we have to be in a place where we can put all of our time and all of our energy and focus into that and not be like, where are we going? What are we doing? Where are we yeah. eating? Like, oh, we let's need, go cliff diving in Greece. Right. Like we need a couple of weeks just to give to that. So September 12th hit and we were like, okay, like we're getting into any day now, any day now. Um, and so we were like, okay. Basically, so we're trying to figure out where to go, what to do, what's next, blah, blah, blah. And originally the plan was we were going to go all through Italy. Mm -hmm. We're going to see all of Italy. All of Italy and do Florence, rent a car, go out into Tuscany, do Cinque Terre, do Bologna, Parma, all of it. So we're that was the original plan. And then September 12th hit mm -hmm. <laughs> and we were like, okay. We don't want Italy's expensive as far it doesn't have to be, but the way that we're if you listen to last week's episode, you can go listen to that. We won't get into the whole thing, but like how we're traveling, we're definitely spending more money than we had originally thought. And so when we launch, we do want to be in a place where we can be very comfortable. So we don't have to, like, we want a little kitchenette so we don't have to leave and get meals every single time. And we can make a cup of coffee and so we can just be in the zone. And so we wanted to be in a place that was cheaper where we could like rent an apartment for a couple of weeks, whatever. And so we didn't necessarily want to launch in Italy. Mm -mm. I don't know why, but that was kind of our vibe that we just came. We were just like, oh, I don't really want to be, you know what I mean? I mean, we talked about that yesterday too. And it was like one of those things that I said, are we, did we just have blinders on? Because I don't know. I just came out the gate. Like even before we even left and got here, I said, Let's have this honeymoon period through Italy and go and explore. But then when the bags launch, let's get out. Mm -hmm. And I just always said that. And nobody had ever asked why. And you were just like, yeah. Like we like, just kind of were like, yeah, that makes that, sense. That, that makes sense. Like, yeah. be because we know that, one, I think for me, I don't want to be distracted with like, I want to go see this. And we only have a certain amount of time here. And like, blah, blah, blah. And plus, I know it is more expensive to stay in a nicer place that you're comfortable with a kitchenette and things like that in Italy as opposed to like Portugal Portugal Croatia Turkey, Turkey yeah. Bali Thailand like all those places right like it's it's in the upper echelon exactly so that's why also, I just instantly was like we're not launching in Italy also um Italy is big for us and mm -hmm. 
this has been a dream trip for so long and the way that we want to do Italy is big, right? So it's like we wanted to go to Florence, do a food tour, drive out to Tuscany, go truffle hunting, do a cooking class, stay in this cool like castle thing that's like a, a kind of a and b style. It's where a cooking slash B&B yeah. Like you, yeah, it's like you're involved with the hosts. It's, it's crazy. It's experience, yeah. right? So there's all these cool experiences we want to do. And so that's where we're like also for launching and focusing on that, we don't necessarily want to be in a, in a place that there's all these cool things that we want to go <laughs> yeah. do, right? So anyways, that's, I guess, a long-winded way of saying we are kind of trying to figure out, okay, do we want to continue? So we kind of looked at it as like we have two weeks. We're looking at it as we have two weeks before we officially go into full launch mode. Is that true? I have no idea, but we've looked, they haven't cleared customs yet. So we're thinking, okay, we have a little bit of time before that. And then once they're on the road to Amazon, we'll get a notification. Yeah. So that, we're yeah. So we're thinking we have a couple of weeks to play before that happens. Yeah. So we're like, should we just keep hitting Italy or we really, really wanted to go to Greece. Yeah, I will add though. So here's here's one thing. So Kim was looking into, um, God, those those food tours and the truffle hunting and all that stuff, and she found like some four hundred euro a person truffle hunting food. It was ridiculous experience, and of course, like that's the problem that we had talked about last last uh, episode. For me, my brain says, why is that 400 euro? I'm willing to go all in and see what it's about because if you're paying 400 euro for a truffle hunting food and wine experience, it better knock your socks off. And the fact that you found it, so I'm like, let's do it. But then the thought of like spending 800 euro on a experience, like that's insane. Well, right. And <laughs> yeah. And that's right. It's very, that's very expensive. Was and it really 400 euro a person though? They were all different ones. And so one of them was, and I was like, holy shit. Like, I mean, it was, it was the coolest possible day experience, at least what it looked like on paper. I'm like, that would be amazing. It included tons of wine, incredible food, actually going like hunting for truffles and then like taking them back and like this whole thing. But we were like, okay, you know, we haven't even launched our business yet. And do we really want to right now put all of our money and energy into this? Or again, Greece is somewhere that we really wanted mm -hmm. to go before we launched. And, and why the weather's good. And Greece, yeah, Greece is a place that is, is dependent on weather, right? And so we wanted to go, we could go cliff jumping and go swimming and rent a scooter and be in our bathing suits and kind of just be in the sun. And so Italy is a place that we can circle back to and it's not necessarily dependent on the weather where Greece is. So we were going back and forth and I was like in a tizzy yesterday and like Aaron was editing so I couldn't really talk to him and I and I just felt like I couldn't make a decision and I was getting frustrated because I'm like, what do I do? And I couldn't really feel into my intuition and, and I'm usually really good at that. And I went for a walk and I just like found myself getting frustrated, which made me more frustrated with myself because I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, this is what you have been dreaming about for so long, trying to figure out where to go next and how do you want to spend the next two weeks? And it felt like a lot of logistical planning I had to figure out with 
the train and the flight and the the ferry and the 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 scooter and where like I don't know I just felt overwhelmed and I'm like what is wrong with you like why are you being such a poopy head poopy head mm-hmm. right because this is what you've been dreaming of and now you're here or like feeling overwhelmed and well, like complaining and I felt kind of like an asshole and I was frustrated with myself for feeling frustrated by what I have been dreaming about doing for 10 years. And I was just, I don't know, it was a kind of a well, I mean, moment. Well, I I got the video done at four, which we're supposed to release the video at four, um, Rome time or Italy time. And I was like, hey, just give me till four. And Kim comes out and she's like getting ready to go to dinner. And I'm just like, oh crap, like I'm not even done yet. And she's I'm like, like, I'm going to dinner by myself. Yeah, she's like, I'm going to dinner by myself. Like, <laughs> this is not sustainable. And like, like all these kind of things. And I'm just like, whoa, what is going on? So literally I hit enter, everything was done, saved. Um, still need to go back through some stuff and do some other things. But I was like, okay, I can break now. And we're going to dinner and she's just like, I've been sitting in the other room just crying. And I didn't realize it was that big of a deal, but we did iron it out Wait, over a, I, okay, I, go I ahead. Just, I was going to say like, I think it's important to kind of just, I guess share because yeah, it was one of those moments where I felt overwhelmed for no freaking reason. Mm-hmm. I felt, I was also very tired. I think that played a role. It just like, I felt kind of tired. I couldn't make decisions. I'm pretty good at making decisions and be like, yep, this is what we're going to do. And mm-hmm. this feels good. I was worried I was going to make the wrong decision because I was really conflicted on how did we want to spend the next two weeks knowing that the launch is the most important thing and that is putting a timestamp on this period of time, right? Mm -hmm. Because no matter what, there will be a time in the next couple of weeks where we're going to have to be somewhere specific to launch this business and where is that going to be and how do we want to spend the time until that happens, right? And so... That was adding this layer of stress. And so I was just getting in my head. And I told you, I was like, I felt like I was just spinning. Like, mm-hmm. And so anyways, that shit can happen, right? You can be living your absolute dream in the midst of it and still get in your head and overcomplicate things and make it feel overwhelming. And, and you it really had to take a step back and be like, relax. What is your fucking problem? Mm-hmm. relax take a breath you can't mess it up you're not going to choose the wrong thing you'll end up exactly where you need to be this is exactly where you've wanted to be it's all going to be okay take a breath and relax and after you and i were able to have dinner we had some wine i think just being able to talk with you yeah i needed that and then i felt so much better we made a decision and now i feel great but i almost felt guilty that i was feeling so shitty about something that I had been so excited about for so long. You know, I don't know. It just kind of made me feel weird. I mean, I can completely understand, though, because what did I say to you on the couch? Like, on Saturday, I was so frustrated about this video. And I was like, this is pretty pathetic that I can't make a decision on which route to go with this video based off this footage until you watch it with me and make the decision for me. So I can only imagine if you were gone... And I would have had to sit here on Saturday and try to make that decision. But the minute that you were just like, you watched it and you were just like, cut it, cut it, cut that, it, delete that. We don't need that in the story. That's yeah. just too much. It really opened up my eyes. You went to bed. I came up with the storyline and it was all history from there. Same thing happened. You were spinning in your head. We talked it out. 
we had dinner and now you've already booked everything and you're good to go so I think sometimes because you just yeah you need a different perspective like you get so in it and you start to spin and you just need that outside perspective and you and i are that for one another or we can just go back and forth and mm -hmm. act when we we help each other see things clearly when the other one is spinning out, mm -hmm. right? right? And so you were able to help see that where I had made it into this huge thing and you were like, babe, this isn't a big deal. Let's talk it out. Right. We can totally work through it. And it was like, you just brought me back down and it was just, I needed that moment and also just kind of feeling overwhelming with, you'd been working on that video for two days and we hadn't really been able to talk and, I, and that's why I was like, this isn't sustainable. Like, there's no way we can be doing these videos and launching our store and doing the podcast and trying to keep up with everything else. Like, this just And we haven't work. gone live in our group. Oh, and we wanted to go live in our group and we just can't do all of this. So something has to give. And, and I don't travel know and figure out where we're going. And enjoy, and, we and, yeah. enjoy. Mm -hmm. and I'm also the logistical planner for the whole traveling part. So it's like, and I can't plan everything and do all this. Like I had just, ha I had a freaking moment mm -hmm. and that happens. And, you know, I don't, I don't want to share all this to be like, oh my God, like, you know, what problems? There's, they're not real problems, no. but it's it's just kind of putting into perspective that you can again it what am i trying to say you can be in the best beautiful place in the world and, and still, still have in your head and, of course and still kind of you know need that that breather and remember to come back to gratitude and i'm like i'm here living my dream life i'm traveling the world something i had dreamed of i'm trying to decide what the best place to do go for the next two weeks should we stay in italy should we go to greece like and also kind of thinking about how much money we are spending. So that was the other part of it, you know. That's a big, that's, that's a big. Finances big. are a huge thing. I'm like, we've been spending so much money. If we stay this route, we're going to blow through all of our money in a couple of months. Yeah. And so, yeah, there. So yeah, it was all of those things combined. We're launching a brand new business that actually is a huge unknown of logistical time added to all of this like to upkeep with supplies and demand and customers and inventory. getting inventory getting the business out there like running ads like doing all the things that it takes to start a business that we don't know what goes into it on top of all the other things we have going on again this is not to woe is me we chose all of these and we're excited about all of these but when it comes to a head it's like okay let's back up let's take a step back let's rework this let's remaneuver the chessboard see what kind of strategy we want to take and go from there and you and i both were feeling tired from this go 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 is a quick transition from you know leaving united states so exciting woo like rome woo and then we like went crazy in rome ate drank really didn't like exercise didn't really and then we just like, boom, rent a car, Dolomites, like renting a car, driving, you know, through Italy. That's all crazy mentally, you know, stay, what do you call it? Stimulating. And then it was just like, whoa, wait a minute. Did we, we bite off more than we can chill? Did we take, yes. And so it was about that reset moment. And we reset. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just need a reset moment in life to reflect, to get your priorities in order too. What's mm -hmm. important? What do we need to focus on? Everything's okay. Let's let's get out of our heads and actually lay out the facts. Mm -hmm. right? Do we need to cut anything? Right. What what's up? And, mm -hmm. and so yeah. So we kind of had that moment, but then through all of that, we decided that we're gonna go to Greece. Yeah. For the next two weeks, 
with, well, maybe two weeks where everything, we're just playing it by ear because basically we're going to go to Greece until we receive uh, the email saying that our bags are on their way to Amazon. And once we, once we get that, we know it's go time and we're going to go into launch mode and take a step out of travel mode. Yep. So until we receive that email, the plan is to play in Greece and enjoy just being in that like mm-hmm. sun and ocean and just uh, yeah, like a honeymoon and eat all the Greek food. Yeah, all the things. And so that's the plan. And then we think we might do the launch in Lisbon. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're thinking. The plan is tentative, but Lisbon is a huge hub for digital entrepreneurs. So there's you know great Wi-Fi and cafes that you can work in, and it's cheap. Good and it's food. A cool city, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what we're thinking. But we're playing it by ear. But we have a very um, loose plan, and that felt good just to kind of have that in place. Yeah, hundred percent. So that's the plan. I mean, we're gonna treat Lisbon like we treat healthcare contracts. Like yeah. we get there and we work, and then as we kind of get our work done, then we start to explore a little more, a little deeper, a little deeper, a little deeper, and so. Um, it's going to be that kind of reverse where usually you hit a, a town and you just explore it all. Like we're going to actually go there and hunker down, and then and then it, and then go from there. Which is fun because I feel like you sometimes discover things that you would have never discovered because you're just there and you don't have anything on your brain and you're just kind of surviving as a normal Liz Lisbonian. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Um, Lisbon, Lisbonite. Sure. As we a, don't know if that's what it's called, but no. we can say that. Yeah. Sure. Why I mean, not? I'm not there yet, so I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, then I think that'll be really cool. And I think we have two friends, people that we know that Will's are there. not there. He's not. He emailed us back. Yeah. One of the guys who helped us with our backpack. Uh, photos and video and all that. We thought he was in Lisbon, but he was. But he he left recently. But he gave he gave us some good tips and stuff. Okay. So anyway, anyways, right. that's the. Plan. I think uh, one thing I'm 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 excited to be trading in four wheels for two, in Greece. Yeah. Well, I'm ready to get on a scooter. I'm ready to get on a scooter. I'm gonna be a good passenger. We'll see. I will. I was good in Bali. You were not. Well, there was. I had. You were not. Had, let's just let's be honest and really talk about why you were not we a good passenger. I had moments of not being a good passenger. No, you. But overall, I was relaxed. Anytime you saw the speedometer go over twenty, you kept tapping me and getting really crazy on the back, saying like. Slow down. You said that I was going 100 miles an hour and I wasn't. And that little bit in my ear at all times of not being able to like get around traffic or do what I need to do, like that can play with your head. And so, therefore, that you just need to relax and enjoy the wind in your hair, know that we're safe. Yeah. And that, you know, if anything happens again, like it it happened, like what are we going to do? You can't control it. I know. I I have to work on it because you do feel like you are flying on a scooter because you are. You know, like, enjoy it. Like I know. The, I'm work. Hey, I'm working on it. I know. I did way better in the car. You did. I have like a road anxiety thing. That you were good on the boat. I was good on the boat. I mean, at first you were a little weird, like slow down, and then after you hit the waves a couple times, I, you, you I was cruising. You're okay. I mean, you, you did have a thought in your head that a wave in the wind was going to tip the boat over. 
I mean, it's just insane I've where never, your mind can go. I've never driven a boat before, so I didn't know how life on the water worked. I thought you had. I thought you had to hit the waves at a certain angle, or the boat would flip. Yes, but not a lake, babe. You're on a lake. <laughs> I know. But you're I, on a lake. But those waves were high, and you no, they know weren't. It. They were. They were like five foot. And then. Okay, and say then, you promise. They weren't five foot, but you. Okay, I did Aaron mess up. Got into a wake, and he thought it would be really cool to go haul ass and go like <laughs> bumping through the waves, go like a freaking maniac. So you wonder why I get nervous, <laughs> then slams the boat down and threw out my back. I really thought okay. I, well, I mean, and that's how hips break and, and spines, you know. And So you wonder why I get a little nervous. Well. Because you are extreme. I'm not when You're it comes to. You're an extreme to, sports racer. Not when it comes to, mo like, motorbikes. Not Just when it comes. with to, boats. I feel more comfortable on boats. Okay. Well. And I, jumping awake is not a big deal. It just you weren't as ready for it, and I didn't know it was going to slam that hard. It slammed hard. <laughs> I know it did. Really hard. And so if we can make a pact here on the pod, mm -hmm. I am going to be a relaxed rider, and I'm going to trust you. You say you feel safe. You're good. You you got it under control. I'm going to relax on the back and know that you've got it covered. Okay. And you're going to make a promise to me that you are not going to go over the speed limit, not that you ever usually do, but that you are going to not be extreme scooter. Okay, but I can drive normal. Yeah. Okay. But what constitutes... Normal? What constitutes extreme on a scooter? Like, like trying to like go like all the way down to the ground, like when you go around a curve. Okay, like I don't do that. That scares me. That, okay. that freaks me We're out. Well, that. what else would it be? Going close to the edge, because the other thing is in Santorini... You're up so high on the cliff, so there's these like crazy cliff roads. So like we're not gonna get close to the edge. No, I don't like that. All right. I need to have an escape and not off the cliff. Yeah. Okay. So the Okay. And we're gonna go slow. Speed uh, limit. Yeah. And and understand that I can go over if I need to pass. Well, we'll talk about that. No, that's what I'm saying. I need to have full rights. Full rights to do what I would do on the road to where I feel safe driving. Okay. Okay, done. All right, we made the pack. Shake anyway, on it. because I think, you know, one, there was a benefit. Kim did really good in Italy, almost had a moment, which thank God she wasn't driving. Okay, I stayed so cool during all that. Are you kidding me? You actually did. I don't know how. I don't either. And we didn't fight. I don't know how we haven't gotten into like a fight with the driving. You know why? Because I have been so cool and calm and chill. Okay. And you know it. I mean, you've been great, yeah. Babe, you've been great at like that was I a mean, smirk. No, you've been great with um, navigating and helping me navigate, and like watching the GPS and making sure it's correct. And so I think you've been like involved. Whereas, and I've been super calm. Yeah, and I think it has to do with your involvement. Well, I've been involved, and I have been a total lunatic as well. That's true. So I just feel like I've overall felt Well, calmer. you're a lunatic in the United States, period. It doesn't matter. Well, I'm a lunatic most of the time, but I'm working on being more calm. That's my word. Okay. Calm. So we're driving, or Aaron's driving, and we had done, I say we, you, did such a good job driving. We picked the car up from Verona. And well, let's back that up. We okay. had got up early, left Rome, 
lugged our luggage, got on a tram, tram to, and this is like one of the things that I was saying that we really wanted the podcast to go with the YouTube video. But they're not. But they're not. So this podcast is going to go with the video that we'll release in two weeks. (laughs) So it'll be one of those things. You could look forward to it because you'll hear the story now. And then you can go see the visual in two weeks on our YouTube channel. Yeah, because you can't tell the story on the YouTube. Right. And so basically it's, you know, we, we got on the tram. Then we got on two trains. We almost missed the train. And then we get into Verona. And then Verona, we have to figure out how to get to the rental car place. But it's at the airport. So we figured that out. And then we pick up the car. And now I'm all of a sudden just thrusted into driving a on the main highway, haven't driven in haven't years. driven a stick in a while, um, which is fine. Um, that really wasn't a big deal, but it was just mainly for me about like roads and how the traffic patterns are. And there's tons of roundabouts, and you'll be going like 90 kilometers an hour, and then all of a sudden it's like a roundabout, and it's like which one do I get off on? And yeah, it's, you know, and it's the just, signs are in a different language. It's different, and thank God for GPS. Oh, um, if I don't know what we'd have done without Google Maps, I don't know what anybody did without Google Maps. I still don't know how the Amazing Race does it. I would have literally just been in some canal. I mean, I don't. And you know what they do? They ask somebody for Google, like their directions, and they write them down. That's what I would. That's do. still hard to visually yeah. see, though. But anyway, go ahead. Anyway, yeah, that's what I would do. So anyway, so you know, that's where we were. That's the page I'm driving. On. So now we had what? An hour and a half, two hour. Yeah. So three you- hour. Three-hour drive um, to, where did we go? Oh, Lake Garda. Mm-hmm. And it was a very easy drive because it was like a highway. It was pretty mm-hmm. simple. Like once you got in the flow, you're like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. Like I got this. Mm-hmm. So our GPS, t- so where we stayed in Lake Garda was right on the lake. And it was all like pedestrian walking. Like that's the thing with Italy is that they say with car, when you rent a car here, a lot of the cities have these no drive zones or you have to be like an authorized vehicle to drive. So like you really shouldn't be renting if you're not experienced like driving around the cities in Italy, right? And the roads are already teeny tiny. Yeah. So it's in a pedestrian area. And so I on the booking.com, it said, this is the address you need to come to. This is where you will park the car and then you go to the hotel. Okay, cool. Easy enough. So I had that address in my in the GPS. Which was the wrong address. Which was the wrong address. It was the same street, but the number they gave me. So that's why it was taking us this way. So GPS tells us to turn down the street. Aaron turns down it, and it is so small. It's I, like a cobblestone road. I could have literally stuck, rolled down my window, stuck my finger on the side of my face and just kind of leaned my head down and touched the wall no, you, outside the window. You didn't think you were going to make it through. That's no. how tight it was. You're like, can I, I had make to, it? Can I, I had it? to bring in the mirrors. And yeah. of course, Italian cars, they're used to these tiny places. They have this button just like you know some American cars do. Mostly foreign American cars that mm-hmm. I've seen. Um, like BMWs and Audis yeah. and all those. They have those, their mirrors come in. And so I hit the thing or else we wouldn't have made it through. Well, there's people around oh. and they're looking at us like, what the hell are mm. you guys These were doing? some dirty looks. Because we were driving down a pedestrian mm-hmm. street. So finally we're like, fuck, dude. Like, I, this isn't right, brah. Like, we're freaking out. 
and there's no, it's not like you can just turn off or turn, you know, there's nowhere to go. And so there, so I told Aaron to stop the car and I was like, let me run down. Cause we were like a couple hundred meters away. I'm like, we're not that far. Let me run down and see what it looks like. And then I'll come back. So Aaron's like, okay. So he's sitting in the middle of this pedestrian walk. All these people are like walking by him. Mind you in front of a restaurant as well. So I go down and realize there's no way we're driving down here. It was just people everywhere, whatever, which is funny because circa back to when we were in Rome, when we were with our tour guide Arturo and there was these cars driving down these cobblestone roads with ton- filled with tons of people and Arturo's like, these stupid foreigners, like <laughs> they don't know. like what." Well, you said they were not from the uh just the very area. We he, like, he said they're out of towners. We were like laughing at those people, like, "What are you thinking?" And now we're these people literally driving down with all the pedestrians. So I run back up to the car, and as I'm coming back up, there's this couple, and they're looking at Aaron, and they're and I can kind of understand what they're saying, and they're just like, "Okay, this, what is this guy doing?" So I stop them, like, "Can you help us?" Like. I'm trying to find here. We can't drive. They're like, no, you can't drive here. And so the guy told me where to go park. He's like, you go up here. This is where you park. But I'm like, but how do we get out of here? Like, mm-hmm. Aaron's going to have to reverse the whole way out. So I come back. I tell him, ex nay. So he turns into the restaurant. This is the only place that we thought maybe we could turn around. And as I get down there, I realize... One, there's about eh, 50, 60 people sitting out on the water, outdoor restaurant, which we ended up going to after. And it was disgusting. It was actually the worst meal I've had in my entire life. It was pretty bad. Life. Um, sadly enough, because the menu on paper sounded really good. The Trouble. view was absolutely amazing. I mean, literally, they said, like, uh, you know, prime rib, not prime rib, but a ribeye with. Truffle sauce. truffle sauce and and cheese and come to find out it was like cheese whiz and it was a piece no, of disgusting no, steak yeah, that anyway. was in cheese whiz. It was horrible. It was bad. Don't of course, go there. yeah, don't go there. But anyway, <laughs> so it was a scene of the crime twice. Um, but it was a beautiful view. It was. So I pulled down there and now it's on like a six percent grade, I would say, but it really wasn't that steep. I think it was my lack of understanding of this clutch i'm not sure um because looking at the driveway standing there it really wasn't that steep but i pulled down there and then tried to reverse out hold on Go ahead. everybody was coming out everybody was watching looking yeah. trying to help we had made quite a scene mm-hmm. okay so and you think about a restaurant oh there's a parking lot you pull it whatever not a big deal no this was a tiny tiny narrow little area there was nowhere to turn around you couldn't just like pull in the parking place and then reverse out like Mm -mm. it was this tiny little area and so everybody was coming over to be like what's going on and then one of the workers i was like can you help us like what do we do? I don't know what to do. And all he knew was he just kept saying, back up. He goes, oh, back up. go, just go. Just go, back up. And we're like, but we can't. I can't. So basically what was happening was I tried to back out before everybody was coming over. And that's why everybody came out. Because I would just floor it. And the clutch would release. And I would be in reverse. Because I knew I was in reverse. And I would go to release the clutch. And the clutch would everything would completely release and it would like put itself in neutral 
and I would start rolling towards the people. So then I'm like freaking out because I'm like, I mean, this the is car insane. Go in reverse. The car would start in reverse and then it would just release itself and basically go into a neutral so, and roll forwards. And I could not get up the hill. It didn't have enough juice to get up the hill. So the guy kept saying, just reverse out. And Aaron was like, the car doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't go in reverse. And so we couldn't back the car up. Aaron kept flying into forward. And then it smelled so bad. Oh, I was like, tearing that clutch up. It was like, we were like burning rubber. No, it's the clutch. It's a clutch. burning of the clutch. Just like over and over. And then like the car, and the, so the guy's like, well, I don't know what to do. So I finally figured it out as like, I saw a flat point where I could get all four wheels on a flat surface and then hopefully get it back into reverse yeah. so I can feel it going to reverse. So when that happened, then I was able to give it enough gas to get out. barely to get it up that hill and we literally peeled out and we're like, I hope we never have to come back here Everybody again. Everybody was like laughing. I mean, it was hysterical. And luckily, okay, it was hysterical like an hour later when we finally parked the car and we were able to have dinner and wine and like laugh about it. At the time, it was not funny. And you, Aaron, is so like cool and calm under pressure. Like you do so well under pressure because if that would have been me, I literally would have parked Just the, car, the car, there. cried and screamed and ran, got my suitcase and took off and like <laughs> pretended like nothing happened. Like I, I don't do well under pressure. And the, you were just like so cool. You're like, okay, we're going to figure this out. Like we got this, like we're going to figure it out. Like you were so calm. And when, when you couldn't get the car in reverse and I was mm. like, okay, like what, do, what are we going to do? And you were like, I don't know. I knew we were fucked. Yeah. Cause I was like, if you don't know, we're in trouble. Mr. Yeah. I couldn't go forward. Yeah. No, it was a weird, oh it, that's God, a weird so situation funny. to be in a car to not be able to go backwards, but that's the only way you can go. But then you can't turn around and go forward either. <laughs> So like your brain is just, it just doesn't comprehend. It just doesn't yeah. work. Like why, what am I going to do? And am I going to get myself in such a pickle that not only do I get myself so stuck that like there's no way out, but now I've made other people in a bad situation where I'm blocking their cars. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it was just, yeah. Anyway. It was crazy. But luckily that was really the only hiccup with the car. Well, and that was what led to when we were coming here to um, where we are now. I was a little gun shy on the GPS. Oh yeah. Because we took a turn and we're down a one-way street going up the side of a going mountain. up the side of a mountain in a residential area and I'm just like am I on Are we supposed to be here? Yeah. I didn't think we were. And yeah. sure enough it was a normal road. So beneficially we caught up to a Tesla. And, and just I them. just stood on the back of that Tesla. Like we went through it together because we were better in numbers because if people saw two cars, they would pull over yeah. versus like one. So I just stayed right with them the whole time. And they looked like they were like from this area. So it was insane. Like, mm. but it felt, you did so good driving. It was so nice to have the car because we had the freedom to, you know, go, go where we want, explore, whatever. But dropping off that car in Bolzano and just being back on our feet again mm -hmm. and being like, okay, we got our suitcases. We'll figure it out. Do we get a taxi? Do we get a train? Do we get a cable car? Whatever. It felt good to kind of be out of the whole 
being in the car situation, especially in a city again, because Balzano was a big city and we didn't realize how big it was. No, I think that's my biggest thing is like, I like the scooter. I like the Bali, the so scooter, the scooter, grease. Yeah. Like, I like that, right? It's, I, I wish I had a scooter right now. Like, I, I yeah. really do. I wish I could zip up to the store on my little scooter mm-hmm. and, and be fine. That doesn't feel overly, it's something about a vehicle. Like, for, you know, big vehicle that's not mine, that's rented in another country, <clears throat> that I don't really understand the traffic pattern or the laws. I will say, I will say, one, Kim and I did get a parking ticket. Oh, um, which, that was fucked up, though. Which was ridiculous. We just ran into the store to grab bread and salami and cheese, came out to a 25 euro parking ticket when it was attached to the grocery store, but apparently it was one section of the parking lot. So you need to look for that. It would actually have signs, but you can pay for your parking tickets online. That was kind of a good little tip there. Um, But all in all, I think driving in Italy was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. I'll put that out there. So if you are coming to Italy, I don't want our crazy stories to hinder you from saying, oh God, I'm never driving there. Because that was just a crazy, funny story where they gave us the wrong address. Um, Other than that, if they would have gave us the correct address to the parking garage once we figured that out it was super easy yeah and driving on the highways and going through the toll booths you can pay with cards and like it was super easy so i don't want it to come across on this podcast that it's difficult no it's not difficult but it, it there is a learning curve and i personally would not rent a car um being in like a city like i wouldn't want to drive in a city here right the cities are crazy no. with the traffic patterns and all that the only other time that we were going to rent a car here in Italy is when we take the train to Florence and then drive out of Florence into Tuscany because we want our own car to just go cruise mm-hmm. around. That would be the only other time. But other than that, Italy is so well connected with the trains and all of that. Like, you don't really need a car unless you're driving up into the mountains like we wanted to do or whatever. So, but all in all, yes, I would say. It was definitely easier than than we thought. We'd never driven. Well, I guess New Zealand, we drove on the other side of the road in a van, which was kind of crazy. So we have driven in another country before. Um, but but New Zealand wasn't like a big city with crazy traffic patterns. It was like open country roads. No, it's open country roads. And it's also very well known that tourists are yeah. driving vans and motorhomes on these roads. So, right. so it, it's very understood. Yeah. Right? I mean, they have signs on the side of the road that say, hey, been driving two hours, pull over. Oh, no, get yourself a snack, Kiwi bed. Not here. No. They're honking and like... They're very impatient. Very aggressive and yeah. driving very fast. Yes. And so I just rode with the semis. Like yeah. me and the semis. Yeah. Because they drive between 80 and 100. Kilometers. Kilometers an hour. And I stayed right behind them. It yeah. was perfect. Because the... the Highways are 130 kilometers an hour. So I would just stay in the 90, 100 range Which behind what, these like semis. 70, 65? 65, 60. Yeah. So anywho, I think all in all, it's been an incredible couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, as with anything, when you're doing something new, there's an adjustment period, transition. You're figuring things out. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to question things. And you're going to rebound and recharge and it's all part of it. And so we've kind of been, you know, on this like roller coaster, but it's been all in all just a magical experience. And I'm looking forward to going to Greece and getting on the scooter. And next time when we come on the podcast, right? Next, yeah, we'll be in Greece. So I hope that mm. I can say 
I hope you can say that I've been a good co-writer. I don't know though, because when what how's our travels day set up? Because we leave here Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we we're staying in, in Bologna Thursday night, mm-hmm. leaving Friday. We get into Greece on Saturday. So we'll be in Athens for two days. Wait, how does that work if we leave on Friday? I mean, sorry, we get into Athens Friday. I was about to say. And then we head out to Santorini on Sunday. So we'll actually be in Santorini when we record this next podcast. Okay. So that's kind of fun. All right, so good. So we'll be live from Greece and we'll give you an update, hopefully a positive one. We shall see. Let's get out there. I mean, it would have to be, yeah, we'd have to get the scooter that day. We'll get it right away. Yeah, because we're going to be in Athens for two days. Right, but then we'll head to Santorini on Sunday, so we'll have Sunday, Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll right. see. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll right. either be renting it or have just rented it or had already had it, so we'll see. Wish us luck. Yeah, it'll be good. All right. As well, always, thank you for hanging out with us. And if you want to follow along in like real time, real, real time, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Kim and Aaron G because that's where we do updates on all the stories and stuff. So, yep. Check Again, that out. So, uh, give some love to our YouTube channel because that is a passion project of ours. Um, so we would really love the support there. Plus you get a visual and we're trying to, you know, really tell some good stories on that. And then also, you know, share this podcast out. And thank you for listening. We will see you in Greece next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Cool. All right. Eating some feta and some hummus. And octopus. Octopus and, and some yaro. Not the money, the sandwich. Yeah, Jaro. Jaro. I'm excited. Yeah. All right, we're out.